It's, it's quite funny because we're in this series on how to hear God. And uh, I've, I've sort of been complaining a little bit to God because I'm like, I love this idea doing a cafe service, but um, I would never have chosen to preach on like this topic uh, because it's a topic that I have, like, I have a lot of experience, but not hearing God this way. So this topic is about dreams and visions. I've had mental pictures, visions I can handle a little bit, but dreams, how God can speak to us in dreams. Um, some of you nod, some of you have maybe experienced this, but in my life, uh, this, is, this is new territory. Uh, it, I don't think I've had an openness to God speaking to me in dreams. Maybe it started when I was a kid when I, my favorite dreams were the adventure dreams. My least favorite were the falling dreams. Do you remember those as a kid? You'd have those falling dreams, and, but you always woke up before you hit the ground, right? In a little bit of a panic. And um, who, ha who has had falling dreams when you were a kid? Yes, it's like a universal phenomenon. Most people have these falling dreams. But the reality is, and it's very clear, is that God over and over, I mean, we see it in Scripture, uses dreams to speak to people. And so we're going to just highlight that a bit with dreams and visions. We're going to involve kids acting out some real classic dream stories in the, in the Bible. And um, I want to just remind you and I that God still uses dreams. And, and visions, those are easier for, for me to sort of grab onto because I get mental pictures and things like that that the Holy Spirit will give, and those are a little easier to wrap your mind around. But God still uses dreams today. And we're going to sit with that one a little bit. And so I've asked Chris Craigie to come up, and she's going to involve some young people, and we're going to uh, be acting out some dreams. And uh, come on up, Chris. Okay, I, I want to uh, wrap up, by, by uh, and it's very simple. We are doing this whole series on hearing the voice of God because I believe the Lord wants to speak more and more to us. In fact, I believe he's speaking to us. Most of the time, we're not listening. So my confession is I have not tuned into dreams. I have not been open. I have... I've, I just figured, okay, those were special times and places, and I have just pretty much closed God out of my dream world. There's a confession. Reading this chapter caused me to say, okay, I believe, I mean, I, theologically, I believe he does use dreams, but I've been closed to it. And so my prayer for all of us is that we would begin to say, God, if you want to speak to me in a dream, I'm open. I'm open. I'm available. And you remember that, that when he brings us uh, something, he's going to do it for our building up, our edification. You know, it's just like prophecy, but the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort, 
okay? So I want you to know when you speak about prophecy or you speak about God speaking to us in dreams, it comes for these three things that he's doing. And I want you to say those with me because I don't think you're going to remember much today, okay? Say strengthening, encouraging, comfort. Let's do that again. Strengthening, encouraging, comfort. Let's say the address. That's 1 Corinthians 14.3. So that's 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 3. And if you're new to the Bible, the Bible is broken up into books. In the New Testament, there's a small book. It's really a letter of Paul. It's called Corinthians. There's two letters, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, and then we call them chapters, but if you're used to a chapter book, they're not that long. They're, a chapter is just a little, a, a little longer. And then there's verses, and then so each, there's little verses. So if you're new to the Bible, the, the bigger numbers are chapter, the little numbers are verse, and this, this passage, but the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. That's 1st Corinthians chapter 14, verse 3. And I say that because a lot of people don't know that. We have a whole group of people that have been never raised with the Bible or understanding. So some of you have been around the Bible a while. You understand that. And, and so I want to leave you, and I told you I'm not going to parrot the book, but in this case, I am going to talk about something from the book because I think it's really good. If you're talking about a dream or you're talking about a prophetic word, you want to follow the ABCs, okay? Is it affirming? Is it affirming? You ask yourself that. God might give you a dream for somebody else, and you need to test that. Ask yourself, is it affirming? B, is it biblical? Okay? Does it fit with the character of Scripture? Is it, does it fit with the Bible? So it's, it's very important. Now, some of you might not know your Bible. Here's a good reason to read your Bible, because you won't know if it's biblical unless you're reading and so we encourage people to start in the New Testament because the whole Old Testament points to Jesus in the New Testament. So if you've not read your Bible before or not read regularly, start in one of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. I, I like to tell people Mark's the shortest, John's one of my favorites. But start in one of the Gospels and read the story of Jesus. And then you can find out, is it biblical? Is what God is giving you a dream of? Is, is it a, a, does it fit with the, the very tenor of Scripture? So is it affirming? Is it biblical? A, B, and C, is it Christ-like? Is it consistent with the character, mission, and message of Jesus? Character, mission, and message of Jesus. I was sitting with the passage recently out of the book of Acts where he says where the community was praying and fasting and, and the Holy Spirit spoke and it said, set apart Barnabas and Saul for the work of the ministry. Well, how, would, how did they know that this was the Holy Spirit speaking? Well, it was consistent with the work of Jesus. Jesus came to seek and save the lost. He came from heaven to earth, and he did that for us. And he died that death on the cross to forgive our sins so that we can be restored to a loving relationship with the Father. And we ask ourselves, the ABCs, is the dream that we're dreaming it, is, it, is it affirming? Is it biblical? And is it Christ-like? There's a lot of books on dreams. Did you know that? There's, there's secular books on dreams. There's Christian books on dreams. But I just want to give you a caution if you want to go down that road. I think anything that's formulaic, that's going to tell you this means this or this means that, and uh, I just think you need to say, you know what? I need to 
to sit with what the Holy Spirit would be saying to me, and then maybe share it with a couple trusted friends. Hey, do you think God's speaking through this? Share it with Pastor Rebecca. She'll tell you no, okay? Don't have to worry. Just no, right? Yeah, no. It's always no until God gives her the dream, and then, yeah. And then it's, yeah, sorry. She's so close, I can tease her. We really like each other. Um, so, so, again, so we're, let's do the ABCs. Ready? Affirming. Biblical. Christ-like. Okay, I'm going to go back because you guys are really weak on these. Here's the ABCs when it comes to prophecy and dreams. Question, is it affirming, biblical, Christ-like? Okay, and, and the big idea is we just want to be open to however God wants to speak to us, okay? And, and remind ourselves, don't, you know, don't be like Pastor Dwight who said, okay, he, speak, he can't speak in dreams, he just won't do it to me, okay? Because I have, I have been a dispensationalist in this area. So I am, I am publicly repenting and opening myself for God to use even my dreams, okay? Even my dreams. It's a big one for me because it just seems weird, okay? Does it seem weird to you? No? Okay. We're thank yeah, she's thankful and I'm scared. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna have a prayer and then we're gonna do ministry time. Jeremy, can the band come up? What I'm gonna do is that before we leave this service, I'm gonna ask for you guys if there's any prayers that need to be prayed around your table. Okay? We're not gonna have you come up to get ministry time. Just we're Jeremy's gonna play a little music. And we're gonna give just a minute for you guys to pray for each other at your table, okay? So, Father, we, we want to just first open ourselves to however you want to speak to us, and, um, and that even means our dreams. And uh, I just publicly say, Lord, I've been closed in that area. I've just, I just uh, put my dreams down to things that uh, I've seen or experienced or feelings and my subconscious, and I've just not been open to you speaking. And I, I just pray, Lord, as a community, we just open ourselves to how you want to speak to us, how you want to lead us. We say that we are your sheep. And in John 10, you say, your sheep hear your voice and follow, and we want to be open to hear you in any and every way you want to speak to us. Thank you for the sense of community today. Now be with us as we pray for one another. One of the things you command us in your word as we take a minute and pray for one another before we leave. So fill this place. We say, come Holy Spirit. Now be in this time of prayer. Amen.